Good evening, Milwaukee, and welcome to yet another edition of WMSC's Local Live, coming live from the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. My name is Aaron Wolf, one of the hosts of Local Live, joined by my co-host, Cal Roach. Good evening. Good evening. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. You're a little subdued. Turn me way up. (laughs) We're going to crank this up. Um, So... Local live listeners, WMSC listeners, we hope you had a a great Labor Day weekend or easing into your week. Nice and easy. We're going to help that with a little uh, local bluegrass tunage. And I'm talking about the grasping at straws. And they've been around for quite some time, but uh, they might be going on a little bit of a hiatus this winter. They've got a big show coming up at the Uptowner this Friday, so we wanted to get them in the studio to talk about all that before they, they disappear for a little bit. And to introduce the band, we got Josh Backus on guitar and vocals, Maggie Eichen on bass and vocals, Katie Schallscheider on vocals, and Ernest Brusabardis on fiddle, and um, nearly all of them sing. So that that alone is pretty impressive. I watched a Tap Milwaukee video with them all doing harmonies together, and I was like, "Oh, not every not every band could pull that off." So I'm Very I'm anxious true. to find out how they they arrange their vocals. Yeah, that's certainly one of the one of the uh, hallmarks of the band, and one thing that really draws you to them. I mean, they're basically a bluegrass outfit as far as like their instrumentation and everything, and kind of their basic style. But it's not really an orthodox, strict bluegrass style. They're kind of uh, they're, they're a lot more raucous than uh, than your average bluegrass band, I would say, and there's a little bit more darkness and dissonance to a lot of their stuff. Um, and uh, they also have, you know, like I, I know on the, the one thing that stuck out on the new album, I guess it's not super new anymore, but uh, their debut from last year, there was the, the ballad I'll Never Know, which is uh, kind of a little folky thing and... Uh, the, it's those those really great vocal harmonies that come through, and then you've got Josh, who's can can be really melodic and can also be like a little unhinged uh, mm-hmm. as far as his singing style. And uh, but you know, it's kind of album you hear and you immediately think, I bet these guys put on a really great show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember thinking there <clears throat> there were elements not quite as funny as Holly Golightly and the Brokoffs, but a little bit of that, just kind of something a little bit more of an oomph to their their songs, uh, a little you know a little darker and kind of ragged around the edges. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to have them play live with us in the studio. But first, before we do that, let us thank the folks who make it possible each and every week for a local live to happen. WMSE's Local Live is brought to you by The Garage, off Brady Street, next to the Hi-Hat Lounge. The Garage carries over 70 beers and features a menu of burger creations, wings, house-made sandwiches, and appetizers. The Garage hosts an extensive outdoor patio, is open daily at 11 a.m., and offers weekend brunch at 10 a.m. Information at garageonbrady.com. And big thanks to The Garage, as always, and um, we're going to let... The grasping at straws. Uh, take your ears for a few minutes here. We're gonna kick it off with the muse, and I welcome grasping at straws to the Bob and Jeannie Freeman live performance studios here on WMSE for Local Live. Mm-hmm. 
was on the precipice of reinvention when there came a rapping at my door. She said, I am now witness to a whole new self-discovery. So just ask, inquire, and implore. She asked, when you gonna get your Missouri accent back? Stay a little while and help me push back Plutonia shore. And she slapped me with her eyes, turned my sad fancy into smiles. Cause there ain't much point in weeping for Lenore. She asked, When you gonna get your Missouri accent back? totally good 
forgive me for all the things that I broke Like the songs and the tunes that get stuck in my throat train in scare quotes if you know what I mean and um, now we're gonna play a true story called uh, the broke farmer song and here's how it goes
pass the time What did I do to deserve such degradation We were having such a good time song called Black Smoke and uh, it's kind of based on Alan Watts talk if you ain't heard it you should go look it up And my teeth are cracked, oh no If you sit a throne Then it won't be long Cause the sense is gone And it disappears like smoke But I still hope That the thieves are wrong And groveling's a joke Cause all the frogs and I have left to do is croak And my savior got me on the floor Face down, my nose is flat And all I wanted was a little Teach. Hey. 
Except you all remember how you found December to disappear like smoke. I'll never know. Here we go.
Get more Milwaukee-made music on WMSE's local Lunchbox every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. when WMSE Midday hosts spin a handful of local music from newly released albums to some of their old favorites. Then tune in for the Boogie Bang Gang's Milltown Thang every Saturday at 1 p.m. featuring the best Milwaukee R&B, rap, and hip-hop. WMSE, providing you the best in local music daily at 1 p.m. Local Lunchbox on WMSE is supported by Outpost Natural Foods. Everybody. Come celebrate the release of WMSC's Smash Ale with Paul Seabar at Pizza Man at 2597 North Downer Avenue on Tuesday, September 8th from 6 to 8 p.m. Paul will spin the tunes you love, and Pizza Man will generously give back $5 to WMSE for every pitcher of Smash Ale purchased and $10 to WMSE for every pitcher of Smash Ale and a large specialty pizza purchased together. We will be upstairs where, weather permitting, the roof will be open. So come on down and support your favorite radio station, WMSE. from Field Report, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSE-FM, Milwaukee. I'm red into thin God's favorite time. You are back, or we are back, here listening to Local Live here on WMSE, and in our studio we have the Grasping at Straws, who you just heard live on the air. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. Hi. How, how is everyone feeling? Doing pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice uh, intro here. This is your first time on Local Live, right? On Local Live, yes. We played here on the Lunchbox, Local Lunchbox once, I think. Oh, yes. Here I think I room. was not here during that time, so I missed it. No. Yeah, that's cool. Welcome back. Thank Do you. Do you guys want to go around and say your name so people recognize your voice? And sure. I'm Josh. I'm Maggie. I'm Katie Lynn. I'm Ernie Brusabardis. <laughs> right, all right. So um, why the grasping at straws and not just grasping <laughs> at straws? I know you've probably gotten that before. Well, um, the thing is we get it all the time, but it's we actually prefer it without the the, but we started kind of with it, and so we kind of just do whatever works. I think on something like Twitter or something, we had to do the. On, well, on Facebook, it's like hard to change the name of the group so we like couldn't do that plus like it's easier to find us if we say go to the grasping at straws. right so, so we kind of kept it it's like whatever people want 
We say it both ways. <laughs> I suppose grasping at straws itself is kind of a common phrase. So pe- the the on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we like the, you know, it's a little mystery, you know, kind of thing. So. Right. <laughs> More definitive also, right? right? <laughs> so you have this show coming up at the Uptowner on Friday, um, part of the Random Acts monthly concert series. Um, what can you tell us about uh, random media, the, the like the, the people that are putting this on? Uh, do you guys know anything about them? or? Well, to be honest, they asked us to play, and that's about all I know about what they're doing. I see some of their posts and stuff for yeah. other shows and now and again, but okay. this will be our first experience with them. So I know they've had some, uh, they've had like a variety of different styles of bands and stuff. Right. So, yeah. There's a guy named Mason who's been putting it all together, and he's been putting a lot of effort into promoting it. So, yeah. Okay. You will know things. I think we're kind of Mississippi Sawyer fans, so we're excited. <coughs> I think it's the first time we've officially played with them. Yeah. Cool. And then the other band is? City Pines, who we know and yeah. love, and also the Anytime Leslies, who we have not played with either. All right, all right. A couple firsts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you all went on a little bit of a tour with New Boys Club, which I know some of you are in. Right. As well. Um, So where did the tour take you, and do you have any radio-friendly stories you can share with us? (laughs) Sure. Um, (laughs) Well, we kind of went Chicago, Yellow Springs, Ohio, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Ohio. And I think my favorite show was the Pittsburgh show. Always. Yeah, same here. Always. And we played at a house on a street with, like, they were row houses, but they were kind of far apart, so it didn't make sense. Maybe it's just the hills. This, the hills killed my van, by the way, <laughs> twice. And um, um, they had built a stage on the side of this hill, and so it was kind of amphitheater style, so the crowd was kind of up the hill from us. And um, I can't remember any of the bands off the top of my head, but they were superb, every one of them. We yeah. were really lucky. <laughs> there was one band who I think was a, a favorite of all of us named... Erica Russo. Um, from Philadelphia? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a band called Port Arthur. I think they're from somewhere else in Pennsylvania. They were really good, too. Yeah. So it was it, fun. It was a blast. It must be kind of awesome playing in an amphitheater sort of setting, too. It's, it <laughs> kind of just kind of looks like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like at Alpine Valley, where you have the grass going up the hill, and you have to stand, and your ankles hurt after about an hour. <laughs> There's a little bit of flat ground here, and uh, we actually played without the PA. We do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we they had a fire, and so we kind of stood around the fire, kind of campfire, you know, camping style, and, and everybody kind of gathered around us, and it was a lot of fun. That's that's nice. As yeah. long as it's not too hot and you're you know sweating your face off. Uh, I don't remember how bad the I don't weather think it was. was. Really that bad. <laughs> it was mild. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. During that especially mild August, and then you get yeah. the hot September <laughs> weather, right? Yeah. So if you guys, I mean, you're not really a strictly bluegrass band. Have you ever thought of like expanding the instrumentation beyond like the traditional bluegrass lineup of of instruments? Like right. Um, we have considered it. Um, we actually had our friend Amanda Jo Langley come and sit in with us a few times, and due to like scheduling conflicts, she wasn't able to continue with us. But um, she plays something called an omnichord. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to describe it. If you don't know what it is, it's like, like kind harp. of a handheld 
keyboard that can loop and you can bend pitches and it's just kind of spooky sounding. It's like a digital auto harp basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chord buttons. And she does a lot of like one. really cool looping and and stuff like that. Sweet. So we have considered that kind of thing. Um, but we are kind of settling into this four piece right now and kind of seeing building that up to where we like and then then we can kind of pick and choose what we add later and not be stuck with anything. Or so we used to have a banjo player and and um, he can't be with us anymore. But uh, we considered replacing him, but we're just kind of liking what we've got right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it lets like certain elements sing out a little bit more, like the upright bass and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to know how do you guys all figure out the vocal stuff when you're writing mm-hmm. songs because almost everybody sings. And do you have, like, a leader? Yeah, well, <laughs> Josh wrote all the songs. Um, so he kind of came to us and was like, I'm going to sing this. Like, do you want to add some harmony? So, like, how I got in the band, kind of, I came and hung out at some practices and just sang along. And, I don't know, I feel it pretty naturally. You guys do, too. So, yeah, we all kind of pitch in with harmonies. It's just pitch how in. we feel it. Oh, pitch in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's had at least a little bit of music school, so some ear training. And I think yeah. that helps us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Katie's ear is really good and kind of helps us lock in a little bit. So Yeah, if I didn't have Katie, I would just not really know what to do. Oh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you've got like the strongest shape, right, as a triangle. So you've got the three-part harmonies. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Ernie's <laughs> been singing a lot too, so yeah. we, get, we can do a little more doubling nice. notes and pitches mm-hmm. and stuff. And he kind of has an old bluegrassy kind of feel to his voice, and mm-hmm. so I think kind of adds um, kind of an older kind of timbre to what we're doing. Real cool. So uh, Maggie, uh, we read an interview and uh, <laughs> that. It was mentioned in there that you listened to everything but country when you were growing up. And oh, yeah. I was kind of wondering, like, what were some of your favorites from uh, your formative years? And, like, when did you come around to start listening to country? When did that enter the picture? Um, well, I want to give a big shout out to Tom Smith at the Exclusive Company in Green Bay because I was listening to some pretty awful, <laughs> like, screamo music back in the day, and I'm like, okay, I listen to this, but what should I listen to? And he gave me 13 songs by Fugazi and Surfer Rosa by the Pixies, and I have a lot to owe to him for pointing me in that direction. <laughs> um, my parents are both saxophone players, and I grew up listening to a lot of, like, Motown and jazz, um, and country was just not a thing. Like, not even, like, bluegrass really and I met Josh my freshman year at UWM and he asked if I wanted to do a country band and I think you described it as like Hank Williams-ish and I'm like I don't even really know who Hank Williams is (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I I was like fine yeah sure let's try it out I'm open to 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 whatever I remember telling my parents that I was in a country band (laughs) and they were just kind of like well all right okay (laughs) but they're supportive they're they're fine with that. <laughs> it's not completely traditional right. country, obviously. True. I kind of reach back, kind of past that into the 20s and 30s, the old kind of recordings, like stuff that was happening in Grafton, not too far from here, and all those old recordings and stuff. So that's where I kind of learned this style from, more or less. And then some kind of old blues kind of stuff, too. Sure. 
Cool. So it's a little mix of the, the low max stuff and yeah, the yeah stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to synthesize all of that. I grew up playing like indie punkish, post punk, hardcore music. So I'm, you know, it's a little different for not for playing shows without a half stack and whatnot. <laughs> you know, or a drummer even. Right. So, right. Yeah, I was gonna point that out too. Yeah. <laughs> But yes. we're much more flexible, you know. We can play around a fire or we can play a club with a, you know, we don't have to have a lot of setup time. Or a lot of times at gigs locally, um, we'll, like, just leave the stage and play near the crowd. And, and I think that kind of, the difference kind of gets people excited, you know, gets us excited. Oh, yeah. And, um, and we're not blasting the ears all night, too. I think people appreciate that. And, you know, we like to play around with where we are in the room and stuff like that and we're just flexible enough to do that this way yeah that's real <clears throat> that's a really really good point i mean yeah not every band has the you know capability to be flexible it's kind of nice when you can get on the same level as your audience mm -hmm. and actually look at their expressions instead of having the lights blinding you in the face right. and <laughs> you're like i wonder what they're thinking mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually see that <laughs> so uh, your like, debut full length basically came out a year ago a year ago this month, yeah. yeah. And you recorded it here in Milwaukee. So um, who did you work with and how did the recording process go? Was it like the first time you guys had all recorded things together? Together, yeah. yeah. It was my first time recording. My studio. Um, not Josh, but... Yeah, I've made... I've been in a lot of studios just growing up playing music. and um, But we worked at the Tannery with Rob Hickey, who's also made um, at least a few other recordings people might know he did he did the calamity james record and a few others and that that tannery room it's kind of a warehouse kind of dusty space but it, i think it really lends itself to this kind of music and um he has an impeccable ear for when you're giving it your all or not he's a lot he's real uh quality control which is a must in an engineer um, you need someone who's able to tell you uh, you need to do that three more times and we'll pick the best one out of that and just keep going, don't wear out. And um, I think he's particularly talented at that and, and he spent a lot of time mixing and, and all of that stuff. So that's kind of how that came together and we just kind of put it out ourselves. Sounds like it was a solid experience <laughs> all the way yeah. around. The whole time, like all of us were rotating being sick. Oh, and fun. Yeah, we had we ran to the gas station. We each had our like our own gallon of water. Right. Um, Cough like, drops and all that. Oh, Dayquil. Yeah. So much Dayquil. Oh, Dayquil. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened in several sessions, and we had gone out on the road for a little bit and came back and had decided while we were out that we wanted to do this one song just on acoustic guitar and, and harmony. So I think it's the second to last. It's I'll Never Know. We played that today, but the fast version. And so it's a little more old-timey sounding. And we just knocked that out in a day, and and um, to f to kind of wrap up what I thought the album needed. Um, so, you know, we still get the fast version to release later and, and <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. so Dayquil is the secret to like keeping your vocals intact when you have to <laughs> record. And I don't know if that's scientifically <laughs> tested, but at least my nose wasn't like full of stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice when you don't have those background sounds going on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing we noticed about your Facebook page is uh, you're heavy on the Bread King love, and obviously there's some some uh, crossover membership with Bread King artists and stuff, and I'm just kind of wondering if you guys are planning to work with them like for your next uh, 
recording or uh, are you kind of do you feel like you're kind of under that umbrella already as far as the the community there the, um, the label well we we know miles who runs it and played several shows with him or shows he set up or or whatnot and he's a real hard worker and gets a lot of stuff done the first bread fest we played and I don't, I don't know if it was the first one well, it wasn't the first one we played last year it was, okay it was last so. year and i thought it ran pretty well and um i think it's already happened this year mm-hmm. And I don't know if he just kind of every other year doesn't want to book the same band every time. but That sounds um, like something he would do. We're yeah. just kind of loosely associated with them. You know, uh, there is kind of in River West kind of this nest of folk rocky kind of stuff going on. Yeah. And it kind of waxes and wanes on how tight we are and see each other, you know, just, you know, pe- people are in school or whatnot and, you know, kind of up and down. Um but there's definitely been some moments where it's real tight, real family-like, and and all of that. So it's it's been pretty fun the last two or three years to kind of watch that come together. Yeah. And we all kind of put out albums at the same time. Like everybody yeah, matured at the same time in yeah. a way. And um, it was a lot of fun to be a part of that. There were a lot of really great shows, and and uh, it's still going on. Yeah. Um, a lot of us share like a, a Google Calendar, so we can try not to compete with our friends on certain nights. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but um, if we see like, oh, Kaylee Conway is releasing an album, let's not play a show that day. <laughs> At least not in the neighborhood, you know. <laughs> Unless you're on so the I same bill, right? right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we like to know so we can go. But yeah. Support yeah. each other. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, especially big shows like that, um, there's been an attempt to not play against those especially. You know, I mean, sometimes you get thrown on a show and it just happens to be the night that your friends are playing down the street. But um, it's just a way to kind of minimize that a little bit because we tend to share a lot of the same folks who go to the shows. Yeah, too. sure. Um, and band members. Too. And band yeah. members. <laughs> and um, so, I, yeah, I think there's like eight or nine bands on that calendar that kind of contribute. That's cool. cool. You know, it helps us keep new boys and grasping at straws straight, too. Yeah. So I'm sure. Yeah. Both bands are pretty busy. Yeah, that's plus it's a really thoughtful thing to do mm-hmm. too. So cooperative, to not competitive. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's nice. Um, so Josh, you're you're like working on a, a master's thesis, or are you done with that? What I just finished in May. That's crazy. Yay. Yeah. So <laughs> what, uh, what were you studying? I I got my master's in um, composition and technology, the, uh, or the uh, is what it's called. And it's just, you know, I can write for orchestras if I want or something like that. And um, uh, I do a lot of, like, chamber music and mix with electronics. And we've even considered mixing the electronics with grasping. We just haven't gotten gotten around to it. Plus, if we did that, we'd have to haul a computer around, (laughs) and we'd be less flexible, like we talked about sooner. But um, I went to UWM for both my uh, BFA and master's. So, and it was a great time. That composition department is full of very bright, talented uh, professors. So, that's, that's really cool. one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. man. So, highly recommend your time there. Right? <laughs> you don't that? look like a. You don't look like you were too stressed out at school. Some <laughs> students look harried when they talk about their schooling. Um, <laughs> yeah. I d- I really loved it, and I went to school way late. So I was in my thirties before I started undergrad, mm. really. And I kind of went started going to school like. I was bored I lived in Waukesha <laughs> and so I, st- I just took like philosophy and history or something and then I figured out I was like, a decent student so I was like maybe I should get a degree <laughs> and uh, and then they offered me um, tuition to get my master's and 
in a uh, in, uh, professor assistantship so I could get a little money anyway. And um, so I quit all my regular jobs. And so I've been out of the private sector for a couple of years, and now I'm back in trying to figure out what to do. So <laughs> <laughs> Full-time music. <laughs> yeah, doing my best. There. Well, speaking of music, we should probably get you guys out to play a few more songs for okay. us. Sounds good. You're Thank starting you. it out with a kitchen door. Yeah. Any cool stories? That's about, our newest one. About that song? It's the newest one. Okay. That's is, a cool story. Or no? It is the newest <laughs> song. So. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. We'll yeah. be right back with Grasping at Straws or the Grasping at Straws. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Your moment. Your choice. <laughs> Keep it tuned here to WMSE. WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. This is Tom, host of Mondo Radio, Wednesday mornings from 3 to 6 a.m., where we take an in-depth look at a different kind of music every week and always make time for some interesting detours. So join me live on the air or listen from the archives at WMSE.org. WMSC is proud to bring our listeners Local Live each and every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Local Live on WMSC is sponsored by The Garage and airs live from the Bob and Jeannie Performance Studio each week for one full hour. Each guest musician's diverse influences and insights are sandwiched in between those great and equally diverse and unscripted performances you've come to expect from local musicians hailing from Milwaukee and right next door. Hosted by WMSC Music Director Aaron Wolf and her co-host Cal Roach, Local Live is engineered by WMSC's Billy Sister who puts the shine on the audio that WMSC listeners have come to expect. Tune in each Tuesday at 6 p.m. for WMSC's Local Live. WMSC.org to stream live or in the archives or 91.7 on your radio dial. More about Local Live at WMSC.org slash schedule. Literacy Services of Wisconsin educates, motivates, and inspires engaged adults to achieve greater independence and transform their lives. They are the premier adult basic education provider dedicated to changing lives and transforming the community one student at a time. If you'd like to get involved, go to literacyservices.org or call 414-344-5878 for more information on how you can make a difference. W. Local music. And that's what we're going to hear right now. We're going to take it back to the Bob and Jeannie Freeman Live Performance Studios with more music from the Grasping at Straws here on WMSC's Local Live.
kitchen door, the kitchen door. I'm coming by to get a little more. I'm coming by to get a little more, get a little more. I'll meet you by the kitchen door. Josh is going to tune up a little bit. Um, we're going to play a song that I wrote. It's the only song that I wrote. The only song that Josh doesn't sing lead on. Um, I was uncreative in titling it, and it is called Maggie's Song. Um, also, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. It's really fun to be able to, to do this. So, thanks.
pocket full of hooligans and the other one filled with stones. Afternoon splashing. Let's just not take her home. And then the scoundrel helped me to strike out on my own. MSC 91.7 FM, Milwaukee made, Milwaukee played. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, killing it. WMSE, killing it. This is Bonnie Prince Billy, thanking you. Milwaukee, owned and operated by the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Don't touch that dial. Boy, didn't we just tell you not to do that? Yes, sir. Okay, then. What? Are you kidding? We got us a family here. It's a little bit funny. Alrighty, welcome back to WMSC's Local Live, and you guessed it, we are here at the portion of the show where we uh, do something called This Is Your Song, where the bands 
and local life talk about their influences. So uh, you, you picked Tom Waits. I did. It did. <laughs> that's that's great. So why why Tom? Uh, well, one I've been a big fan since I was a teenager, and I kind of feel like a song who's not ours that could sum up kind of what we do, which is a lot of eclectic influences and maybe a little raucous and um, a little gritty and dirty and and uh, I learned a lot about lyric writing from him I think and just kind of storytelling or making little vignettes I really think he had a strong influence on the why I chose to start doing that and um, and so and we do a few Tom Waits songs ourselves, like especially if we have some gig we need to fill time for. But sometimes for our kind of art shows too, like at the clubs or whatever around here, just sometimes we just whip it out because it's a lot of fun. So people like it, I think. So. Not not everyone can pull it off, too. <laughs> um, I'm you know I'll leave it up to other people to decide for themselves if we actually pull it off. But <laughs> I have fun doing it, and I think these guys do too. So. Cool. So why did you? Uh, well, I know the original song you picked, we didn't have it. But uh, why did you pick "Get Behind the Mule"? Um, I just love that song. It's spooky, and the lyrics are, I think, really kind of pretty and kind of tough at the same time. And um, so it's got a little bit of a rocker's quality, and but it's still kind of smooth at the same time. And so I just love that song and and Mule Variations, the album it's on is just recorded impeccably and um, probably the best sounding Tom Waits album I want to say it just has it's own recording quality throughout the whole record so. totally yeah alright well let's let's give it a spin alright sounds good <laughs> alright Tom Waits here on WMSE and uh, this is your song from the Grasping at Straws if they're green Oh, they're blue Anyway, the thing is What I really need Those are the sweetest kind Jimmy the Harper with a hard little pistol and a lariat. She going to the bottom and she going down the drain. Said she wasn't big enough to carry it. She got to get behind the mule, yeah. In the morning and plow, Got to get behind the mule. In the morning and plow, You got to get behind.
Jack girl was eight foot one and he stood in the road and he cried. He couldn't make her love him, he couldn't make her stay. Tell the good Lord that he tried, got to get behind the mule, yeah. That morning in the plow. Get behind the mule. The morning and plow, yeah. You got to get behind the mule. In the Placerville on the wreck of the Weaverville stage. Beautified beauty for a lemonade. I was stirring my brandy with a nail, boys. Stirring my brandy with a nail. Got to get behind the mule. In the morning, and proud. Get behind the Modern. 
you are listening to 91.7 FM WMSC Milwaukee. We are Frontier Radio, alive and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. My name is Aaron Back. Uh, we're going to bid you adieu here. Uh, current conditions in Milwaukee, 73 degrees and uh, mostly cloudy skies for the rest of the night. Patchy fog between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a low of 62. And tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 74. That's all I got for you grasping at straws. Thank you so much for coming in. You want to give everyone your website and next uh, upcoming shows? Sure. Um, it's thegraspingatstraws.com. It's a bit difficult, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I honestly that. didn't know what it was, Ernie. <laughs> it's news to me. I bought the domain... <laughs> last night <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we're playing this Friday at the Uptowner with several really great bands and then the following week on September 18th we're playing at Linneman's which is a place near and dear to our hearts and uh, with a lot of good bands too so it'll be worth coming out and and having some beers with us alright awesome very Thank you well guys. very well cool cool alright so just uh, to close out the segment let you know that thank you as always, for tuning in to tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC. Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio, recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. And Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf, Cal Roach, and Don Moore, and engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Milwaukee Pizza Company, who can be found at milwaukeepizzacompany.com, by Sprecher Brewing Company, more information at sprecherbrewery.com, and Anodyne Coffee, who are found online at anodynecoffee.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org. Tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live. We're going to have phylums on. It's going to be a rockin' good time. Oh, yeah. Fans of Goodnight Loving, take note. All right. We'll see you next week.